it's not easy to be disciplined. It can be a constant struggle back and forth, back and forth. You think about doing something that you know you shouldn't do, like eat the junk food, drink some booze. But I think the first day is always the hardest. (laughs) Starting, getting started with anything has always been the toughest part because you have no momentum you have no real pride in what you've done because you haven't done anything but it's definitely a sign of maturity and growth when you start drawing on your past experiences and you're able to reason with yourself and say well I've worked out before and I got a lot out of it I gained muscle I've gotten better shape I just feel better I don't get tired as much or as easily And, you know, that's something eventually you just don't have to think about it, you know. Damn, it's tough sometimes, I tell you. To just be lazy. But it's different. I don't know. Some people seem to just have this whatever they've been through in their life, they really learned a hard lesson or something that showed them that discipline is what pays off and whatever it pays is worth the discipline. I don't... I'm still trying to find that, honestly. I'm definitely at a point where I understand now you got to live on two levels at once. I've heard it as like, I forget what kind of Buddha it is, but you know, there's a couple different types of Buddhas, if you will, or enlightened people. There's the enlightened person that discovers that state of enlightenment and tries to stay up in the clouds all the time never wants to come down and then there is the I'd say the preferable form of the Buddha or enlightened person that person which lives on both levels up in the clouds but also takes responsibility for what's happening on the ground If you had to prioritize, I mean, it's pretty obvious. You gotta gotta have a place to live, to sleep. 
gotta have water to drink you gotta have food to eat and you know until somebody figures out a level of consciousness that allows them to live quote unquote without the standard requirements of the human species then until then you better make sure you're doing what you need to do to provide for yourself at least those things but I tell you there's it's not a good feeling when you can barely meet those requirements and or you're constantly relying on other people to help you with that that's kind of embarrassing I'm sure there's some people that are shameless to the degree that they don't care but for me it's definitely something I've had to start working on more it's, it's a baseline goal that I've decided to uh, meet in my life and to take one step further obviously is not just to provide for myself but ultimately I would like to be able to provide for others as well but it's tricky I mean I'm trying to do things in my life that I don't want to be unethical you know it's kind of like a salesman this is general but the idea of being a salesman is you you have to sell things and what if you're selling things that you know consciously are horrible for people and the planet and are you know they're just not good products nobody needs them and uh but yet you decide to rely on selling something that nobody actually needs and it only causes problems for people Uh, to give you an example I mean it's just why would you sell food that you know will cause disease in a person that you know it's not good for them you know I a tricky thing because you got to do what you got to do to survive and it seems like most things in this world are you know nothing's perfect nothing's pure yeah Yeah, it's interesting I'm not really feeling this tonight you know as you can tell getting ready to move across the country or if you will move back across the country and uh, so you know I was teetering tonight on breaking all my rules currently and ordering a pizza 
quality pizza, good pizza, but nevertheless, pizza and eating a whole medium pizza to myself, probably get an appetizer as well. And then, oh yeah, pick up, pick up some Guinness or some beer. Enjoy that. Maybe smoke some weed. Because I basically have to quit today, which I haven't been smoking at all lately. Um, literally. Uh, I went, I think I quit smoking. Well, let's just say I've smoked like now maybe three times in the last like six months probably you know so that's not an issue it's just uh, and it's purely for getting a job basically in case you're drug tested which you which I will be so you gotta do what you gotta do I can live without all these substances but it's always you know when the temptation is there when you can get in your head and make up excuses like, oh, today's somebody's birthday, so I guess I should have cake. Or, you know, it's the weekend, so I should should get wasted. Or, you know, I, I've been through that enough that I see now, you know, what is my reasoning? Well, I knew I wanted to wake up tomorrow and do a pretty good workout. Haven't really been working out too much lately. Trying, got to get back into that. And you know, you can keep telling yourself, "Well, I'm gonna do it. I'll do it. I'm gonna start. Just not today." Or you tell yourself, "Yeah, I'll start tomorrow." And then tomorrow, your thoughts do the same thing. Oh yeah, no, I'll just start tomorrow. It's all good. You know, that's. You can do that for a while, but it's just funny, you know, uh, just work out. If you're going to start working out in your life, just do it. Don't overthink it. You know, that's, that's what gets me in trouble with pretty much everything is overthinking it. And then I, I don't, uh, don't execute yeah I had steak for dinner which was good it was cold steak I cooked this morning but uh, in order to compromise on my other endeavors for the evening aka pizza beer and weed I decided to eat the steak but I put some like Korean barbecue sauce on it to give it a little zing and then I just ate a lemon icing iced cookie sandwich from Trader Joe's and I was reading the ingredients and I was like, yeah, shouldn't be eating this. But I did anyways and it tasted okay, but it definitely wasn't worth it. It never is. It never is worth it, but yet you do it and you keep doing it. I just don't, you know. It's interesting. True discipline is the idea that, well, I think you have to have pretty clear goals and things because 
that's what you hold to when there's temptations around for you to, hey, you know, everybody else is relaxing this weekend. Everybody else is opening up a bottle of wine and having beer and eating junk food or whatever. And, you know, I, I was pretty good for the last two months as far as dietary discipline. But it's funny because what it was basically, I was forced to do it out of, you know, basically for health. I was trying to finally figure out what the hell's going on. And I, I did to some degree, but still haven't completely figured it out. Um, you know, it's interesting. The starting point is always the toughest because that's where you'll get into the mindset of, oh yeah, just do it tomorrow. Why start today? We're our, you know, we have we haven't we haven't gone anywhere yet, so it doesn't doesn't really matter. One more day, but then you just keep doing that, and you know, that's a never-ending cycle sometimes. That's why you have to just forget about all the circumstances and what's going on and just say, this is a lifestyle. This isn't out of circumstance. This is something, this is the way I'm going to live my life no matter what. I mean, it's tough. Um, the stricter you live of a lifestyle, particularly like, you know, with nutrition, diet, exercise and just overall your lifestyle you're going you know your friends of the past or your current friends if you're changing your lifestyle and they don't it's like it's pretty much like you know you guys aren't going to hate each other or anything but you're kind of going to realize like well now we don't really have anything in common you know it's kind of particularly with like booze and drugs in general, I guess. But in my experience, booze, you know, you can have a group of friends that is really based on the fact that everybody likes to drink and everybody enjoys alcohol. So that's what kind of everyone gets together around. And of course you have great times, some of the best. But when you're ready to stop drinking completely, you know, or even just one beer a week or something like that, like a cheat drink. You know, it's it's kind of tough. I mean, when you're not drinking, why? I don't want to really be around a bunch of people drinking. I mean, it doesn't really matter, um, but it depends. I guess get people to get drunk. If people want to have a couple drinks or something, that's cool. But the second it starts turning into other people are getting like, drunk or even heavily buzzed if you will even if they don't turn into idiots yeah it's just kind of like people that tend to like to watch pointless entertainment and believe me I'll, I'll watch dumb shows and movies and shit but when you are in a mindset that you know I don't want to waste time that's kind of what it is generally speaking I don't want to waste time 
It just, I feel like shit when I know I just wasted time. And, you know, the more, yeah, the compromise, is that really what being like, have to, in order to have relationships, you have to compromise? To some degree, but it shouldn't be fundamental compromise. It should be, um, you know, this week we'll go for a run instead of a, well, that's even could be compromising. You know, if you have specific goals, I tell you, there's just, I, frankly, I, I feel I'm more, I'm happier and more uh, fulfilled in general when I'm doing what makes me happy when I am fulfilling and working on the goals that I have set for myself. And I don't want to have to put them on pause for even a day, even though, you know, that's, there are certainly things that require that and that's fine, but I don't want to have to, especially to replace it with something trivial and that I get nothing out of. Simply, putting your goals aside even for a day or a night just to compromise for someone your friend or family that wants to do something that you don't really want to do but in order to maintain the relationship you're going to compromise and say sure I'll go I'll go play putt putt or I'll go I'll go to the movies with you or yeah I'll go We'll go eat at this restaurant, even though I've told you a bunch of times that I'm have a very strict diet. It's it's a matter of I mean, it's different for everybody and the level of discipline that people have, it's fine, you know. You choose for yourself how much discipline you want in your life and how, you know, specific you want your goals to be and therefore what it's gonna take to get achieve those goals and you know, and what deep down, what makes you happy on a day-to-day basis? I mean, for me, it's work, man. Even though I'm kind of lazy in a sense, but I mean, I don't sit around and listen to pop music or really music at all now. I, my thing lately is sitting down and listening to lectures about various topics, but you know, it's, it's um, academics, but not, you know, through a school or anything. It's my own self-education because there's only one thing on my mind, and that is I want to figure out what the hell is going on. What is life? Who, you know, that's really the question, generally speaking. What is life? Why, you know, and that's, include, you know, why are we here? Who am I? All these kind of philosophical questions. You know, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And why I just, that's what I like. Can't explain it. Do I think it's something uh, just due to my neural programming and imprinting? No, not really. It's, it's, an, it's the archetype that I am. It's the combination of archetypes. Everybody has their nature, the template in which they were born, all dictated by DNA, you know, through the un- by the universe. And, you know, your parents didn't decide who you were going to be. 
They are who they are by DNA standards, and therefore you became somewhat what you are, or exactly what you are. And of course, there's a whole layer on top of that fundamental template that you are, um, that it's cultural and social programming, obviously. But deep down, we're all one of, I guess, 12 different archetypes, potentially. And, um, you know, yeah, I, I just tell you, I, you know, I don't want to watch. Yeah, you want to come over and watch the football game? No. Well, how about we watch uh, a lecture about the cardiovascular system of the body, you know? That's I don't that's all I want to spend my time doing. But um good luck finding people that are as if you if you think you really have a ultra level of discipline or you you kinda your type of fun is most people's work and you your type of work is well, like, I don't think that goes both ways. Basically, that's just the key is like, you know, what's fun to me is when I know I'm, is knowledge. When I have one of those breakthroughs where I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. And that piece together so many different things I've been thinking about lately and learning about. And I finally really got a true grasp of what I've been learning. Those moments, I'm, that's dude, I get a big old smile on my face and I feel awesome, you know, but, you know, but other people get that same feeling when they watch their favorite NASCAR driver win a race or something. And I, I get that, but, you know, what did you really get out of that? Inspiration? You know, there are things that are unnecessary in life that our culture has created probably a lot of it of a vast majority of our culture and social um, I don't know culture and, and our our traditions and, and rituals and all that stuff it, it, you know majority of it is pointless really it's unnecessary um funny and well I tell you I'm becoming gradually less and less um, what is the word I'm looking for Um, less and less agreeable to start with I, I think I was brought up and I used to be highly agreeable I would always just kind of go with the flow of things but more and more I but at a slow step by step here I'm I'm trying I know that I was out of balance by being too agreeable so I'm trying to work in being disagreeable um, more but not trying to be abrasive or always agitate things or whatever because that doesn't feel good either there's a there's a balance of you know and it's also, you know, on the topic of agreeableness, a lot of that really just pertaining to 
human interaction and there are ways to communicate and um, in the end you know be disagreeable but you don't do it in an abrasive way or you you let people down when they're wrong about something you kind of let them down easy if at all you really need to let them down you know um it's all about the communication and having the skills to be able to phrase things in the right way that people don't get offended or take it too personally or anything so but uh yeah it's you know how much are you going to uh still can't think of it I'll, I'll look it up because I know exactly what word I'm looking for it's uh, how much are you going to just let happen you know instead of standing up or trying to uh, I mean it takes some confidence or it takes some you got to think that you're right on some level or you're more right than the other people and more right enough to justify you know trying to tell other people how to think or what to think um i mean ultimately it's like you know you do you and um it's like all right you just you're gonna do what you're gonna do but let me tell you the way what i think is uh truth here that we're talking about um intolerance yeah my god i couldn't think of that how tolerant are you gonna be when you are at a level of intelligence and wisdom that you know someone is completely wrong about something you know there's it's, it's funny got to balance it sometimes you just let things be but other times you know it's good to say something it's good to uh, have a discussion but you know that's the thing is a lot of people have a hard time having discussion you know they me included it's all your ego um, and the second someone starts proving you wrong especially on a like a deep level that's where you're like you know starts triggering your ego and you get all defensive and you just eh. i'm much less like that now because i've learned from my past experiences and it's always forced you to say okay i'm definitely wrong about this or at least i'm wrong about some of this so maybe my thesis is right but the way i'm getting there is not right so got to figure out where i'm wrong and you know what can i do about that so it's interesting um the dichotomy it's all dichotomy so yeah <laughs> Thank you, lemon cookie and Korean barbecue sauce. On probably what I ate last night, so which was delicious, but yeah, it's gotta be discipline. And back to that just real quick is 
you know, like the perfect example is being an alcoholic. Well, if you stop drinking, you know, good, good for you, seriously, right on. If you needed to quit and you were able to quit and not drink for an extended period of time at least, you know, but the problem is you could go the rest of your life never drinking again, but you're unable to be around alcohol or have those temptations near you. You know, that's where, okay, you're, you're, you're at least staying away from it as much as possible, but you know, it's, uh, have you really solved the underlying issue? So that's where it's, you know, and easier said than done, of course. But uh, if you really want to, if you really want to be free from something, then you have to, you know, solve the, the actual fundamental problem that's causing the surface issues. So takes time probably takes work takes discipline even in that so you know I my recommendation to myself now is finally like you're not being selfish by being disciplined and stern in the way that you want to live your life don't think that you're going to hurt other people's feelings I mean you might but I think if people really want to be in your life, they want to be your friend or they want to spend time with you, you know, they'll look at your life and the way you insist on living and say, well, you know, I'll, I'll do that. It's like this. It's, it only goes one way in a sense, because when you have a person that doesn't want to say in this case, drink alcohol, right? Good example. You have a person that's trying to be sober and they want to, they don't want to drink alcohol and they prefer not to be around it, even though, hey, it's not a big deal, I guess. I'm just, it's, it's way easier to just not have it around you. And, but your friend is like, well, hey, you know, I'm going Friday to, to the bar, you know? And you're like, well, don't you want to just hang out like somewhere else, <laughs> do something different, you know, instead of, uh, instead of getting wasted, why don't we go, uh, go to the gym and get a pump, you know, but see, that's, it's tough. But in that case, it, you know, it's very objective to say that, one of those activities is healthy for you, extremely beneficial. And one of those activities is the exact opposite. So, you know, this comes down to people's philosophies and the way they value life. And you can kind of tell how people value life to a certain degree, you, you know, by the way they're living their life. Um, now, a lot of it too, I know that the reason why someone would really want to be eating a bunch of junk food and drinking a bunch and using whatever drugs, you know, heavily all the time, you know, this is typically due to trauma, 
and people are self-medicating basically um, oftentimes in a, in a sense of you know you don't feel worthy of feeling good you know you're prone I, I, I'm one of those people that's pretty prone to negative thoughts especially about myself I'm highly critical of myself but I've had to work through that and learn to be take it easy on myself but here comes the dichotomy because you could take it way too easy on yourself and then you never hold yourself to any standards you'd always say oh it's okay you know you're you're doing the best you can when you obviously can be doing much better so it's a tough thing to go out on your own and say this you know based on I trust now my intelligence and wisdom and life experience to know that these are the things I want to do in my life and these are the things that I know I don't want to do in my life and I'm not going to budge on them for anybody um, and it's you know that can be tough because people, other people are like, well, dude, why are you such a stiffler, man? Why don't you fucking chill and, hey, you know, do what, do what everybody else is doing? It's like, well, <laughs> no. Um, you know, and it, it's difficult. It takes discipline, especially if you want to be nice about it. You, you know, it's, it's, you got to be delicate with other people sometimes and kind of explain to them listen this is try just help them see your perspective a little bit and and maybe they'll come around and be like wow you know that's actually awesome and i should probably do something like that so even if you guys stop like hanging out because you know one friend wants to do the shit that the other friend doesn't want to do um you know maybe that's just how it goes I mean things change embrace the change and be you know I was thinking about the other day I mean there's so many people I feel like that I don't know they just overly rely on other people in ways like for emotional support for their sanity you know, because deep down, everybody kind of feels like, well, I don't know what I'm doing in this life. Like deep down, most people never have this conscious like thought. They never actually have this realization that they're like, wait a minute, I don't know what I'm doing here. How did I get to this life, all this? But by socializing and, and doing activities with people, it's kind of a form of distracting you from that truth, that deep uncertainty. And just by being around other people, you know, and it's very comforting. And that can be a good thing for sure. But it's not, it's not, that's a temporary fix. Or it's simply a distraction from you ultimately confronting the truth of you don't know really what you are or where where you're going or what life is i mean anybody that'll tell you they know that you know that's that's a deep combo that 
people will get, obviously, if you tell somebody that they don't know something, I mean, who are you to tell me? And that's true. That's true. But success is the proof. Um, and I mean that in the sense that, you know, if you could, you know, the people, when they finally see the proof, however that may be, that's when, you know, it's beyond denying. And so sometimes it just takes time, but it's where you gotta, you know, it's like before you getting into a relationship. I mean, why do you think people get divorced so much these days? I think it's because people go into relationships for the wrong reasons. They deep down don't feel, you know, whole in themselves and they need someone else in order to be content about life and, and in fact, be happy with their life. Um, which that's what life is really about is love. So I can see why that happens. It's just, there's a big difference between two people that are insecure deep down and therefore need a relationship as a, you know, with a dependency that isn't healthy, that isn't allowing each person to be free. You know, it's like the whole thing with marriage is you take this vow and you're stuck with it. I mean, obviously people get divorced, but it's kind of looked down upon, I guess, in, in most, most people's eyes. And, um, but If you were to be, you know, the, the, the true loving relationship is, you know, love is two individuals who are self-reliant and they don't, ultimately, they don't need this relationship or each other, but that's where it leaves the most room for freedom and love to occur because it's not out of some type of survival or, or necessary mechanism against negativity and bad emotions and feeling bad about yourself. You know, if you need somebody else to tell you that you're a good person, you know, if you need somebody else to reinforce to you that you're doing life right, you know, that I've needed that plenty of times in my life, but that's because I'm on a path and learning from my mistakes on a path to eventually not need that. And to know within myself that, you know, know truth and know, have compassion for myself and, you know, the more you can be self-reliant philosophically, you know, in the deepest sense of yourself, the more you're able to be available for real love, which love is not constricting. It's not hugging someone until they can't breathe. It's hugging them and feeling 
You know, are you hugging them for yourself because you like to hug? No, you're giving someone a hug. And so you need to be empathetic towards what kind of hug do you think that person would want? And it's, that's how loving relationships work. You know, if, if your relationship is like a mafia and once you get in, you're not allowed to leave, that's prison. That's not love. So. All right. 